Hello everyone, I'm Trent Luce. Welcome to this Loose Tales special report on Friday the 13th, November 13th, 2020. As emotions and rhetoric continue to run high, I wanted to bring to the program an author from New York City, Lee Smith. Well, welcome back to the program, Lee Smith, joining us from New York, author of The Permanent Coup, Enemies, Domestic and Foreign, Targeting the President. It's uh, Things have changed a bit, maybe, Lee, or maybe they haven't changed at all since we last spoke. How are you? Yeah, I'm doing very well. How are you doing? Very nice to to be on with you again and speaking again. Yeah, actually, I'm afraid to say that um, things haven't, the nature of things has not really changed. I mean, we still see, uh, I mean, there's a a development, a new wrinkle, and that is what's happening with the election, of course. But I see this as a culmination of what's been happening for four years, which is a coup targeting targeting the president of the United States. And that's the... That's the title of the new book, and and I speak a lot of the things that we're seeing happening uh, happening in front of us, including mail fraud, uh, threats of violence. I describe many of those same things in the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lee, if you would permit us all, uh, what got you interested in this back before this all began? Um, well, I mean, it's it was just something that was unfolding before us, and it seemed that this was a pretty important thing for for Americans to be paying attention to that this was that and I guess the earliest have been around December 2016 Mm -hmm. probably even earlier in in the summer of 2016 when I saw the kinds of things that they were saying about Trump and Russia which just made up absolutely no sense whatsoever Um, you know and those things got my attention when you have both media and you have, uh, you know, you have U.S. officials, outgoing U.S. officials saying the same sorts of things. So, yeah, that's that, that's what captured my attention back then. And um, it's still, I mean, it's, a, it, it's, it's an apparent and obvious threat to how we, you know, to the foundations of the republic. This has been going on for four years. Yeah, it, it's maybe been going on for a longer period of time, but obviously... Um... President Trump brought it to a new level. Is that a fair statement? I think that people started. To, I think the sorts. Of, if you're talking about the nature of corruption, uh, I'm talking about American the nature of politics, corruption and moving to yeah. controlling people instead of giving power to people. Um, I think that a number of different reasons it came to a head over the last four years. I, I don't. I don't think that it's it's actually about Donald Trump per se at all. I think that Donald Trump represents different threats to to the establishment, and I think that Donald Trump represents the American public. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that he probably most clearly represents the American public and any more more so than any president in, in, in my lifetime in any way. And so I think this got a lot of they got this got the attention of a lot of the bad guys and they got worried with what was going on. So that's that's a large part of what I see happening right now. And I'm I'm really intrigued, Lee, by the fact that Donald Trump comes to us from the establishment for every mm-hmm. possible reason. He could be part of the establishment and yet yeah. something must have happened that he saw 
the people are losing power. Somebody needs to pe- speak up for the people. I have my own assumption about that. Yeah. that you're the one who researched it. Do, do you have an idea what that might yeah. have been? Well, Donald Trump, uh, his professional career involved a lot of intermingling with the establishment. I mean, both being, you know, being a, a famous New York celebrity uh, and having money. You know, we always talk about how politicians come to him and ask him for money. But I think a very important thing that 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 people uh, have to keep in mind is that Donald Trump doesn't come from Manhattan. Donald Trump comes from one of the outer boroughs. And even mm-hmm. though Donald Trump is a relatively wealthy person as a, as, as, as a boy, as a young person, due to because of his father, he, he's still sort of an outsider. And I think that he I mean, thank goodness, I think this is what gives him a lot of his edge and a lot of his character that he still perceives himself as an outsider too, and remembers the kind of, you know, remembers the kind of slights that the establishment, uh, the establishment bestows on people that it doesn't feel are quite as good as the, are qu- quite as good as the establishment crowd. So, yeah, I think that this is one of the reasons that Donald Trump, uh, the Donald Trump resident. I mean, that in a sense of humor, you know, we saw these these phenomenal rallies, so these phenomenal rallies over the over the month of October, and just the way his sense of humor and the way his sense of personality, his ease and his wit, just the way he, he gets along with people and speaks to them. I mean, it's, it's, it's deeply moving. And that's how you have a guy from Queens, New York, who's able to speak to, to people from all around the country. It's this American sense of humor and it's this American um, comfort. He's comfortable in his own skin. He likes Americans. He likes being around Americans and sharing their sense of humor and, and, and sharing time with them and, and to see what's happening now and to see those rallies going over a month. And it's really sort of highlighting the best of our national character, the best of who we are. And this is so much fun and it was historic. These rallies were historic. And to see that culminate now in this, to see this culminate in, in, in what happened when they turn off the vote, they, they stop voting or they stop counting the votes. We know what they did. All these irregularities, they add up to nothing but voter fraud. And when you look at, uh, 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 again, this embodiment of, of the great national American character, not just, not just President Trump, but the people who were out there, the people who chanted, the people who said, we love you, God bless America, USA, USA. And it turns into this foul, disgusting third world operation where they start messing with voter machines and they start disenfranchising Americans. I hope to God that every American is as furious as I am right now because it's disgusting. It's repugnant and it means that we're going to have to, it means that we're going to spend an awful long time. A lot of us didn't understand what was going on, but it means we're going to have to spend an awful long time standing up for our country and doing what we think is right, right here at home. So I, I, I mean, the one thing I'm very happy about reporting this book and speaking to people is, I know a lot of Americans are very excited to do just that. They feel blessed. They believe they're living in a special time, and that's where we are right now. And God bless them. It's not going to be easy. Mm-hmm. I agree with everything you just said. The assumption that I made, which I, you left out, but I think is huge. He has a gorgeous human being who kind of understands life that whispers in his ear every day standing beside him. I think the hmm. First Lady has had a huge I think impact. That's, I, yeah. I think you must be right. I think you must be right. So without 
Um, eliminating the need for people to go buy the permanent coup against the president. Yeah. Uh, kind of give us. Uh, Please an, don't, uh, don't uh, eliminate that need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm working for you here. No, actually, I'm working nah, for I, the I'm the will kidding, of the people. But um, yeah. what 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 can you share with us that kind of gives us a glimpse of the severity of this situation and, and yet doesn't. You know, give away the ending. So we know the ending. Well, no, so no, I've no, already no. given away the well, ending. Well, well, everyone, I mean, you know, what I do is I document what's been going on for four years. But started with the Russia collusion nonsense, and it goes into the Mueller special counsel. And they've been eating at this president. They've been taking shots at him for four years. And again, it's important to understand, as Trump himself says, and as Trump supporters understand, they're going after Donald Trump as a proxy. What they want to do is, and what we're seeing right now, is they want to disenfranchise at least half of the country who doesn't subscribe to their who doesn't subscribe to their belief system. That's what they want to do. That's what's going on. It's been going on for four years. The way they didn't want this president to govern. And then we have to ask ourselves, why didn't they want him to govern? What what what, what was it that what was it that Donald Trump was going to do that scared them so much? Well, we know the different things that Donald Trump was going to do that scared them so much. That that really goes to the heart of their corruption, right? What was he going to do? He wanted to build a wall. Why? To make sure that we didn't have people crossing our borders illegally. I mean, that this is as 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 the president himself has said. I mean, this is the first thing you need with a state. You need borders. If you don't have borders, you don't have a state. So first of all, to make sure that people cross those borders legally instead of illegally, he wanted to protect the jobs of American workers. And, and, and what does he call for that? Just, so he wants to set up a wall to protect the jobs, the livelihoods of American workers. And for that, he's called a racist. I mean, that's just disgusting. So you see who these people are who've been attacking him. What else did he say? It's like, I'm going to get us out of Afghanistan. I'm going to get us out of Iraq. We're not going to have any more of these stupid, pointless wars in countries whose names you don't even know and you can't even pronounce. And he's attacked for that as well. Look, even now, four years later, he still has to fight the Pentagon to withdraw U.S. troops from Afghanistan. A pile of rocks of no strategic value at all, but they attacked him for that as well, getting American troops, American men and women out of Iraq and out of Afghanistan. He wanted to decouple the United States relation. He wanted to decouple the United States from China. He's attacked for that as well. And this may be the, this may be the centerpiece. This may be the most important thing for which he was attacked. The fact that he went after the center of gravity of the corrupt establishment, whose relationship with China, because of China's cheap, um, massive labor pool, and because of the increasingly uh, wealthy Chinese market for American consumer goods, whether it's entertainment like Hollywood and the NBA, uh, or whether it's different uh, cultural artifacts like paintings, because of, because of these things, Donald Trump was attacked for that as well, wanting to decouple the United States from a communist regime. I mean, the, 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 it's amazing. These are the things for which he was attacked. Every time that people go on about Charlottesville, about racism, about this, look, we, we, of course the press, the, the press is responsible, but people can go back and find these original right. uh, speeches. They can find these original statements and find out what was going on there. The fact they've chosen not to tells you something about, you know, about the opposition to Donald Trump. Again, it's not entirely about Donald Trump. It's about attacking, it's about attacking the, you know, it's about attacking Americans. 
So two things that I want, Lee, before we close, I, I wanted to share. Uh, my personal observations are that uh, I, I spend time every day talking with somebody from around the world. Primarily those countries mm-hmm. would be the U.K., Europe, and Australia. Uh-huh. Four years ago, when they were, I was in Australia during the campaign of 2016, mm-hmm. and the Australians were laughing at us like, you're gonna, you can't elect Donald Trump. What a moron. Why is he even the rep, Republican nominee? You know, and mm-hmm. the, and the oh. Europe and the UK the same way. And now in the past 30 days, I've had the same people on coming to me saying, you guys gotta elect, reelect Donald Trump. He, yeah. he is the answer yeah. to global democracy. I, I've seen right. such a shift. And so that puts an angst in the people that want to control lives around the world. And, right. you know, and secondly, during an eight year time period, well, I'll include George W. Bush's presidency every single day. The threat of the Taliban was on our news, was on our was on our minds. Right. Right. We have completely lost any threat from them because we had a guy that right. said, you raise your finger to us. We're going to cut it off. And. That scares people around right. the world, too, that he can put all of these individuals globally at bay. And so the globalists say, we got to cut the head off of this guy because he's representing power to the people. Right. I mean, look, one of the things that neither George W. Bush nor Barack Obama, uh, <clears throat> the very simple, plain fact, which Donald Trump has made clear, it's, and this is what the story with the travel ban was, it's like, you know, we're not obliged to let in Taliban fighters. People keep saying about how the Taliban represents a threat to Americans at home. Well, why are we obliged to give them visas once they uh, if, 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 if they land at Logan Airport? Are we obliged to arrange for a car for the Taliban to go from the airport to someplace that they can bomb? No, you can actually just shut your doors. You can say, sorry, you're not getting here. We don't know who you are. We don't know to vet you. So stay home right now. That's what that was the whole point. Again, that was the whole point of the travel ban. And again, people freaked out about that. Racist, insane. And you saw who freaked out about it. Amazingly, top people at the Pentagon freaked out about it. Why? Oh, no, you can't cut off people from there. We need their help in order to kill people in the the Middle East. I mean, it's just obscene and sick. When you see what Donald Trump exposed over the last four years, the nonsense, the, 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 the utter garbage that he exposed and certainly... That's why they've been fighting him so hard just to just just to bring this to a to a close. That's why they've been fighting so hard, because he showed what they were up to. He didn't put his finger on everything, but they fought him so hard. They showed what they were doing. They showed what they were about. And that's why they wanted to destroy him for four years. Lee, I'm still 98 percent confident this will be fixed before the electoral vote inauguration day as uh, Secretary of State Pompeo says will be a smooth transition into the second term of President Trump. Where's your confidence level? I sure hope so. I have faith in God and faith in America. Uh, I, I, I can't predict outcomes like that. I was I was pretty confident that I was pretty confident that uh, that Donald Trump was going to re- win re-election fairly handily. Yeah, I don't think too. that. I mean, amazing, amazingly, having looked at this for four years, even I couldn't conceive of the the rot and the corruption, the extent of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's that's where I am right now. Again, I have, I have faith in Americans that Americans 
that Americans want to do the right thing and that Americans do do the right thing. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. All right. One more time, the book and where do people find it? Uh, well, I like to encourage people to visit their local independent uh, booksellers if they can, especially after the coronavirus has taken such a large chunk out of so many small businesses. So please, if you have an independent bookseller, please, please visit them and ask for the permanent coup, how enemies foreign and domestic targeted the American president. And of course, there's all sorts of different places where, where you can pick it up on online. Again, um, the permanent coup, how enemies foreign and domestic targeted the American president. Actually, folks, that for me is the biggest statement Lee Smith just made. Unprovoked, he told you to go to your local small business and buy the book, not the massive internet conglomerate that is part of the problem. Thank you, Lee. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Uh, We need to get together and have some coffee soon. Loose tails, be gentle, stay firm, remain faithful.